Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Becky. And we are parents to two little kids. Parenting isn't always easy. There are ups and downs, good days and bad days. Days with way too much TV and days with lots of laughter. Moments where you just feel overwhelmed and moments where you've never felt more proud. At the end of the day, parenting is super rewarding, but also super hard. This podcast is for all the parents out there who feel like they have no idea what they're doing because we're right there with you. This is the Spill Proof Podcast. Welcome back to the Spill Proof Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Becky. And today we're going to be talking about support systems. This is something that we've kind of just fell into, I want to say. Yeah, I think... Like it wasn't part planned, of it, we but... fell into it, and part of it took time for us to be comfortable with, be like, and like mold into what we needed it to be. Agreed, agreed. I mean, we purposely moved into a neighborhood where your parents lived, mm-hmm. intentional. Then my mom moved into this neighborhood a little bit later. Pandemic. Yeah. And then my brother moved into the same town. Mm-hmm. So, and he's a pediatric nurse. And my brother lives in our neighborhood and my sister lives in the same town. That is correct. Sorry. I just was, I figured I'd do mine and then I wasn't forgetting about them. Sorry. I wasn't forgetting about you. Sibling. I don't think you were. I think okay. I was, you were just saying your side and then I was finishing my side. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I just... I didn't want to make it sound like I was just forgetting about them. We see them a lot, so I just yeah. Chrissy Scott, we know you're listening to this. We (laughs) didn't forget you. Um. So yeah, support system has been uh, a really big part of uh, raising our kids, Mm -hmm. and I don't think at the time when we were planning on having kids, we really realized how important a support system was going to be. We. We're never going to leave the town. We were never going to leave away from our parents or anything like that. But at the same time, I I honestly don't know how we would have done any of this without having our support system. You know, my mom, your parents, Mm -hmm. even my brother, Mm -hmm. you know, to to call on and ask for help or have them come over and watch the kids. It it's just one of those things that. Again, I, I think that we kind of thought that, but we never really thought it through as much as we probably should have. Yeah, I, I think when we were pregnant with Owen, you're just really focused on the pregnancy and you don't necessarily plan out or think about what you're going to need after the fact. And I think to a certain extent, you just don't know because you don't know what your kid's going to be like. You don't know what you're going to need. You don't know where you're going to be working. Exactly. There might be a pandemic. Yeah. And everyone might go to work from home. <laughs> yeah. Like you might have postpartum depression and need more support and not realize it. So mm-hmm. I th- it's I think we are very lucky in the support system that we have. We're very lucky that, you know, the nanas can come over and watch our kids and you know, if one of us is having like a really hard day mm-hmm. and we need to get out. You know, there's always someone we can call on to say, hey, we just need to get out for a bit. Not that we take them up on it that much, honestly. We probably no, should take them up on it we more. We probably but, should do a little bit more. But um, for date nights and stuff like that, too. You know, we don't need a babysitter. Someone just comes over, watches the kids, put them down, yeah. and then 
know, we come back and... And for us, it's family, but mm-hmm. I, but for a lot of people, it might be really close friends. It might be a, a like a parent group, a mm-hmm. mom group, a dad group. Um, it might be siblings. It might be neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it, it doesn't it have to be family. It just, to be family, for us, it happens to be family. For you, yeah. For us, it's, it's family. And like I said, we have a really great support system. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think it took a little bit to understand what I needed as a parent. Mm-hmm. Which again, it's it's that goes back to the whole like you can plan for having a mm-hmm. support system, but you might find out later down the road what you need wasn't necessarily what you thought you were going to need. Yeah. And once you get pregnant, everyone in the entire world wants to give you advice. And rub your belly. No, I never let anyone rub my belly unless they had permission. Consent. (laughs) Yeah. Consent, everyone. (laughs) No means no. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the advice is great, but it took me a while to realize that's what worked for them Mm -hmm. and um, what they did. It was how they did things. Um, And some, you know, especially for the person who's pregnant, you know, you go to baby showers um, and it's like a constant thing at baby showers. It's like. All the guests are going to write down the best parenting advice they have for you. And you think it's great, but then you read it and you're like, this is, it's like stresses you out a little bit. And then you think about it when you're a parent and. Did you do that? Yeah. I I have a book somewhere of advice and it's all like. Clearly we used it. Well, I, I haven't looked at it for a reason a little bit. It's a nice keepsake, but a lot of it is. Enjoy these moments. They go by so fast. They're only little for so long. Like, you mean nobody you put can. in there how to potty train your kid? No, nobody put in there <laughs> advice on how to potty train your kids. <laughs> and that's been interesting, as you all know. Yeah, ongoing. Um, and I, f- I feel like a lot of the advice that you get almost is like a guilt trip. How because so? it's a lot of... Enjoy, enjoy every minute. It's, mm. It goes by so fast. And sometimes it's just not f- super fun to be a parent. Mm-mm. You're exhausted. You're getting thrown up on. Um, you don't smacked. know what you're doing. Yeah, you're getting smacked. And even, you know, you might not feel quite like yourself. And you're sitting there thinking, I'm supposed to be enjoying all of this. I feel guilty because I'm not enjoying all of this. Yeah, I, yeah. It. I don't know what we were expecting when we thought we were going to be parents, and I. And I know everyone has their own expectations, and and honestly, I mean, you walk into it knowing it's not always going to be, you know, happy and and good times. There's going to be bad times. There's mm-hmm. going to be uh, problems. There's going to be stress. There's going to be issues that you're going to have to tackle. And and again, that's why you know it's it's nice to have a support system or, you know, a significant other, whoever it might be, mm-hmm. someone close to help you uh, take care of the kids. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think the support system, no matter who it is, no matter what it is, no matter how much, you know, many people are involved in it, a uh, few or, or a lot, it probably is one of the most important things. Yeah. Again, even if you don't even know what you might need at the time, 
but just to have somebody there to lean on, you know, even if you're like a single parent, somebody who you can rely on to help uh, when things just get a little bit hard because mm-hmm. it, 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 it gets hard. I mean, there are some times where you just feel defeated and you're just like, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to move forward. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you don't want to, it's just like, what do you do next? How do I, how do I go from where I'm at at this exact moment to take that first step? What is that next step that I need to do to get to where I need to be? Mm-hmm. And it's about feeling comfortable with those next steps, right? So, you know, we've, like I said, we've had a great support system and sometimes when we've needed you know, maybe a break or maybe we've needed a date night and, mm-hmm. you know, people have offered. Because it's important to take time out for yeah. yourselves too. Um, you know, if someone's offered like, oh, leave the kids at my house or, you know, grandparents are like, oh, have them sleep over here. But that wouldn't like for us, we realized and once we talked about it, you and I, mm-hmm. we realized that you know, right now our kids, it feels too young for them to sleep over at someone's house. Owen still wakes up m- like most nights. W- not most. We're not, not anymore. For a while, it was not, every Yeah. For, it's like multiple three times, times a week. Multiple times three a night Three to four times a week. But yeah, a couple times a night he wakes up and he needs me to come in. And it has to be Dave. Right. We have a routine. I have to pick him up, ask him what caused him to wake up. And then we go and sit under the chair or the bed and... You talk about timer. it. We set a timer. We've He's been really responsive to timers. He doesn't understand the concept of time necessarily, but he understands that when the timer goes off, he's agreed to go back or stop whatever he's doing. It's worked for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's sometimes with like TV, sometimes that's a little bit harder. But but generally speaking, any activities, it seems to get him to uh, pull back and, and, and yeah, you know, comply with whatever we're trying to get him to do. Yeah, but because of some of the routines and habits our kids have, we just don't feel comfortable having them sleep somewhere else. And and all, I think if we, no, really, the only time we've been away from Owen is when we were giving birth to Emily, mm-hmm. and we Which were planning set up a really on, great. Yeah, we were we were planning on taking more, just like a getaway with you and I here and there, mm-hmm. but then pandemic hit and then all those plans are not the window. And now our kids are with us more. So now it's almost even harder to yeah, we're like, both take working that from home time now, away. So yeah. So they're, they're we're together all the, all the time. But that actually brings up a good point too, despite having a really good support system. And despite for us having our grandparent or, you know, your mom and, and my mom come over to watch the kids, uh, we still have them go to daycare a couple mm-hmm. times a week. I think we've talked about that before and part of it initially was, and this is another thing where, you know, you, you plan your, your reasons for doing something at the beginning don't necessarily end up being the reasons why you keep on doing it or, or, or why in the end you, you decided to do it overall. So we have the kids going to daycare uh, two times a week. Owen will be going three times a week. Is Emily going? Yeah, three, starting two? this beginning of the summer. Okay. They're both going to go three days a week. So they're going to go three days a week pretty soon. Owen used to go three days a week. And mainly that was to kind of give the nanas a little bit of a break during the week. So we didn't have him here all the time. But what we found is, is that he's very 
responsive or very very vocal when he comes home from daycare and so he's in Emmy. a better mood too and, yeah. and and Emily is too and they socialize and, and it helps him to socialize cuz unfortunately we just don't get out as much mm-hmm. with our schedules and and pandemic and covid I think and all this that. summer is going to be different this summer will be there's different there's a lot of kids their age in the neighborhood and we're mm-hmm. we're starting to reach out to our neighbors more and yep try to get some you know neighborhood stuff set up there's a facebook up, but group going for yes. that so yeah I'm excited we're on the right for track. that but yeah, I think it, you know, took a toll on them. Just they're both pandemic kids, right? Like mm-hmm. Owen was 13 months when pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so having them go three days a w- and week is just going to help them, you know, have just socialize more and play with kids more. And Owen really loves how preschool is a little more structured. He does well with structure. He does really well with structure. And regimented. He's always been a regimented kid. Yeah. And he loves birth. that, you know, every morning there's um, reading time, mm-hmm. story time, and then there's an activity. Mm, and then at the end of the day, there's centers. Yeah. So he really likes the the structure of it. And he learns so much. Mm-hmm. And he has really good friends there. When I go pick him up now, all of his friends say hi. And yeah. they all... You know, say bye, Owen, when we walk out the door. And he's got his own core group of friends there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not just um, you know, it, daycare can be support structure too. Mm-hmm. And I think part of creating that support structure is setting those boundaries of what, even with daycare, whoever is part of your support structure, you need to be able to set boundaries, like any relationship, mm-hmm. right? You need to kind of. You know, set the ground rules, set the ground rules, talk about what you're comfortable with, talk mm-hmm. about what's a deal breaker, talk, you know, talk about all of those things because you want to be on similar pages. It doesn't necessarily have to be the exact same page, yeah. but like similar pages. Yeah, because I, I don't think I talked about a lot of that. I like kept it bottled up more mm-hmm. um, when I was a brand new mom and again, dealing with some postpartum anxiety and depression and it was just harder to get out my feelings. But now I feel as if I can voice any concerns or anxiety I might have or really just say, oh, yeah, we're going to do that or no, we're not going to do mm-hmm. that and not feel guilty or feel bad or feel Yeah, because at the end of the day, way. you're the parent, they're your kid, you get to make final decision or final call on something. Yeah. Like giving your kid coffee. <laughs> what a story that is. Mm. <laughs> but yeah again like any relationship um it's a relationship right so your support system you have a relationship with them and they're helping you raise your kids so open open communication is really good both ways so if they Mm -hmm. need to tell you know if our parents need to tell us something they need mm-hmm. it's really important for us that they do that as well and they feel like they can so yeah I think we've run into a couple instances where we found out a little too late that you know like maybe we were working past a certain time or mm-hmm. um you know we they felt like we didn't really listen to what they needed mm-hmm. and then you know it turns into a little bit of like oh shoot a little not awkwardness but like oh we didn't we kind of missed the mark here. Yeah, we we so. could have communicated a little bit better. Yeah, you know, exactly. just especially since you know both our parents are a little bit older. So since they are watching two 
toddlers mm-hmm. at who this are point. nuts. Yeah, and just are bouncing off of everything, jumping. And they wrestle. They're so aggressive with each other right now. Yeah. Both of them. Nineteen months and three, and they literally just go after each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you know it's it's easy for us to keep up with the kids and you know pull them apart and and, and separate them or do whatever. But like for the nanas, you know, it might be a little bit harder for them to keep up. Yeah. It might be a little bit harder for them to, you know, chase down two kids at the same time. I think it's also it's just because they're grandparents, it's harder for them to lay the law down. Probably. Whereas I will, or you will like forcibly remove them from each other mm-hmm. or send them in timeout or mm-hmm. say, this is enough. I don't think either one of them's ever sent them a timeout. I, I think they both have, but it was for like egregious <laughs> actions. <laughs> I've never seen them go to timeout. I know. No, they both have. I'm pretty sure they both have if, if you know, they hit each other or a bit. Mm-hmm. Biting biting was big for a while. There was a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, we got out. past that. Yeah. Now it's like laying on each other. Yeah, just like literally trying laying. to smush and suffocate each other. Mm-hmm. That's the new thing. They think it's hilarious. Both of them do. They both think it's so funny. Until one of them doesn't. Yeah. Kids, man. Ugh. But I think we've really spent time developing and honing mm-hmm. our support system and ebbing and flowing and learning what we need and what they need. And um, yeah, three years later, we kind of narrowed it down for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Like, I think I would feel pretty comfortable asking your mom mm-hmm. for something or if I really wanted her to focus. Like, today she was potty training, helping mm-hmm. us potty train and. And it that that's a prime that's a really good example. I mean, today, so as we've mentioned before, we are trying to potty train, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been going smooth. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 we've made a lot of progress. We've made progress in the last, but we're in a weird forty eight hours. <laughs> but we're actually we've made more progress than we initially thought we were going to in yeah. forty eight hours, which was unintentional. Now we got to figure out if we just lean into it or not, but. We were doing a naked day essentially, so the kids didn't have any any pants on, uh, shirt, shirts, shirts, yeah, shirts, no pants. Uh, but no pants. So make it easier to go to the bathroom and make them remember that you know if they go, it's going to get everywhere. So, so it's actually been working really well. Owen did really good uh, yesterday, and he was doing good today. Emmy surprisingly can do number two on a big potty, uh, which was very shocking to us. Yeah, and and unforeseen the last two days she's only gone number two on a big girl potty Mm -hmm. in the bathroom and peed everywhere else yeah yeah and that's and that's kind of what happened today so (laughs) owen's owen's been really good he still prefers diapers uh for for going to the bathroom number two number two yeah Uh, but everything else he's been doing really good in going into the little potty We're, we're trying to convert him over to the bigger potty with the kids seat we're gonna work on that tomorrow and hopefully this weekend uh one of them will be potty trained Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening was, is it was lunchtime. We were, you, you had to work a little bit later and take a later lunch. Yeah. I took a lunch at some point and I'd just come up to get water or use the bathroom or something. And I walk up and there's like screaming and, and a baby standing on the chair. And I, I can't remember what Owen was doing. It was Emmy had just peed all over the chair. Emmy he, had just Owen peed had over just the chair. And his, he asked for a diaper to pee 
put mm-hmm. on so he could poop. So he had just pooped. Your mom had just cleaned him up. Mm-hmm. She was throwing out the diaper genie in the garage. And then he decided to shut the door on her while she had her fingers in the door jam. So he smashed two of her fingers in the door. And then mom had to use her hand to wipe up the pee that Emmy was standing in. And it, it ended up being a lot. I think I think it emotionally yeah, was which, a lot for her. And then she was physically in pain because her fingers were all mashed up. I think for any of us, potty training two kids at the same time who may or may not be ready is a lot. And mm-hmm. we just kind of threw it on your mom with... You know, like she had she, no idea she, she was walking in. She walked in at 8 a.m. and we were like, guess what? They're potty training because we're trying to potty train Owen and Emmy's kind of along for the ride and also pooping on the potty. So and then we both bye. went to work. <laughs> and we both had very busy days today. Mm-hmm. There are days when um, we can kind of check in more, but today mm-hmm. I think we were both just back-to-back meetings all day. Yeah, we so. were glued to our computers pretty much the entire day. Yeah, probably not, like that was probably maybe a fail on our, our part of not preparing. Yeah, we probably should have. Or we should have been, you know, if Emmy wants to put a diaper on her, you know, the second she pees, just put a diaper mm-hmm. on her. She's 19 months. It's really Owen we're trying to And by the time this had happened, she had peed in three different places, I think. Three or, or four. four. So uh, Three, because then... Um, then I took a lunch and she went home to just take a break and let the dog out. <laughs> and then Emmy peed on the floor again. Yeah. So uh, we put her in a diaper but after that. she poops that. in the potty. Yeah. I told mom to just put a diaper on her. I said, it's fine. Yeah. We weren't actually trying to potty train her. It's just a bonus if it ends up happening. Yeah. I think it'll happen she, sooner She doesn't later, like but... having poop in her diaper. So I'm not really surprised she's. I will be shocked if she ever poops in a diaper again. Yeah, it's gonna be great on the car trip. She'll hold it. We'll see. <laughs> have to deal with that at night. Mm-hmm. I had to do that before. But yeah, I mean, it's really great having a support system, and I think it takes some of the stress of being a parent uh, off of being a parent. Because mm-hmm. you need breaks as a parent too. If you don't, I mean, it's the same as anything else. You get burnt out. Yeah. And and the the problem with that is is. You know, it, it might be only you or you might think it only is affecting you, but it means you end up being shorter with your kids. Mm-hmm. You end up not enjoying it as much. Feel guilty more. Yeah, it just, it, it, it ends you up snowballing. More. Yeah, it's just going to snowball into, you know. And I think this time things. of year too, like we're, we're, we're in spring now. I think we're officially in spring. I think next week we're officially in spring. We're almost officially into spring. And, you know, we've actually felt like, you know, you get this really nice 70 degree day and then it goes to 32 degrees and snows. And it's sleeting and hailing. Yeah. And and that's enough to like, it's just, it's just the weather is enough to affect you. You see the sun, you feel the sun on your face. You're like, yes, mm-hmm. we're going to be outside more. I see the light at the end of this t- winter tunnel and then yep. winter hits you in the face and it's 20 degrees and you're just crying. Yeah. So, it, I mean, there's outside factors too, but it just, it's, but when you're feeling like that, it's nice to be able to either lean on your mm-hmm. partner, like you lean on me, I lean on you, and mm-hmm. say, I need, you know, I, there's been times when we both told each other we were each other's support systems, and we just mm-hmm. said, I need to get out of the house, or I'm going to lose it, or I need to go lay down upstairs, or go do an activity that's away from everyone. Yeah, um, and we and we never guilt. We never yeah. say, no, you can't do that, or, you know, but we, I be think, as supportive as possible. Yeah. But I think, too, it's important to say as parents, we need to get out mm-hmm. and get away. And I, I do think you and I don't do that enough. I think it's Probably self-inflicted. Not. And we just enjoy being home. But 
Um, you know, I think we love when we get to do we still dinners. Like, yeah, we still like going out and doing going stuff, but we we have a tendency to, tendency to be a little bit of homebodies. Yeah. And um, bedtime has been rough. Like, it's mm-hmm. better now, but the last two months bedtime and just sleeping has been rough but i think we're getting mm-hmm. to a better spot where we might we are we're just now into an hour bedtime routine a nana to like we'll be nearby just in case but maybe yeah. ask a nana to try to put him down however you can like who cares about when it happens as long as they're asleep when as we get as long as they're home. asleep when we get home and then if you need it we can come rushing home and yes help out but I think we're going to try that. But again, we we have that support system in place where we can say mm-hmm. we need a night out. But we also know that putting two kids down at the same time is not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I haven't done it in forever. No, not not in the last not year. Not since you've gotten your new job. Mm-mm. We haven't. No, because that's right. Because sometimes I'd get out late and you'd and have I to put, put them down the by yourself. Down, yeah. But Emmy was young enough where... You just lay her down. Yeah, I kind of, I would just put her in her bassinet or her crib mm-hmm. and then like get her later mm-hmm. if she needed it. But, or just lay her down and she would go to sleep. Yeah. Now she has to give you an Owen a thousand hugs mm-hmm. before bedtime. She's in the stalling phase of going to bed. Yeah. So, so she stalls right before as long bedtime as And then she goes, are we daddy? Are we daddy? <laughs> as if her life depends on one more hug. But anyways, finding your support system is really important. And again, it's what works for you. Mm-hmm. What we have is not going to work for everyone. Um, no. And that that's not the point of this. The point isn't to say, oh, you need to have this, 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 and this. Yeah. The, the point of this is, is just like have something. You have to have something. You got to have something. Even otherwise, if it's, it's one just, person. Otherwise, it's just, it's just too much. I mean, it's just, it's. So much, you know, between work and taking, trying to take care of yourself, but then taking care of the kids. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And if you don't get a break from it, or if you don't, if it never lets up, something's got to give, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't want it to be you feeling resentment for the children or, yeah, you know, just being miserable all the time. Yeah. If you need to take a night away and not be a part of bedtime or, you know, go out with friends or take a date night Mm -hmm. whatever it is whatever brings you peace and allows you to reset and get your own space it's important to know that you can do that and that you build a support system where you can do that when you need it at Mm -hmm. the drop of a hat yeah i think that wraps it up that wraps it up all right well that was support systems system Network systems, support, support system, (laughs) (laughs) creating your support system, parenting 101. Have a great night (laughs) (laughs) or day or day or breakfast. Thanks for listening to the Spill Proof Podcast. As always, reach out to us at spillproofpodcast at gmail. We'd love to hear from you all, and we can't wait to talk with you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.